0: Sexy motherfucker.
1: I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Sweet Baby from Love Symbol. Uh, the end of side A, if you had the cassette, which uh, I certainly did. Recorded on the 1st of October 1991 at Paisley Park and released on the 13th of October 1992, so a year and two two weeks after it was first recorded. Uh, on the track you have Prince and you've got Michael B, Sonny T, Lever on guitar and Tommy Barbarella on keyboards. Uh, the track is four minutes and one second, and joining me to talk about it is Stan Ferguson. Welcome back, Stan. Thank you very much, there. It's great to be back. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think that we can argue with the genre of this song. I mean, I feel like it's going to be, it's like it's aiming for a ballad. Yeah. Um, but um, I mean, when I used to listen to um, my cassette of Symbol, which I still own, I would put uh, a speaker underneath my pillow and I would, uh, you know, when I got Diamonds and Pearls, I, I would do this. Um, and then when I got to symbol, I did this as well. And by the time I got to this track on side A, um, it pretty much lulled me to sleep, you know. So I feel like although it's a ballad, it could almost be a lullaby because it is just that kind of like you know, kind of quiet and slow. And I don't, I mean, Prince's voice is kind of very, very kind of like gentle, and you know, it just kind of. You know, tries to lull you to sleep, essentially.
0: It reminded me a lot of... Um, uh, it r- reminded me a lot in, in terms of style of the first Beautiful Ones. The Beautiful <laughs> uh, Yes. In terms of <laughs> of how it goes just real slow. Uh, but whereas the Beautiful Ones at the very end has that, like, huge build-up. Um, yeah. And this never builds up. It's It's very steady all the way through.
1: I mean, the video itself is mostly Maite uh, walking around. She's wearing like a red dress and then she's like bathed in blue light. And then she's like kind of in some shadows uh, with prints at that particular point. And then she's wearing like an all white kind of dress with a a white headdress. And uh, there are shots of like the pyramids and stuff. So I'm guessing they either shot some of it in Egypt or they just got some like, footage of the pyramids and stuff and put it into the video. <laughs> it kind of looks like it was shot in Egypt. Um, and apparently there was, there was meant to be a, a planned kind of single, um, you know, for this coming out in early 1993. Uh, but for some reason, Warner Brothers kind of withdrew it at the last minute. Uh, damn you would have been the B-side. Um, you know, uh, which I think, like, damn you and Sweet Baby, they kind of pair up nicely, I think. Um you know, all that mean you could just read the two titles one after the other and be like, "Sweet baby, damn you!" You know, like uh, so maybe maybe they were going for that. But yeah, I mean, for me personally, I mean, this is like this is the end of side A of the of the cassette. Like I said, and this is kind of almost the point where I I would literally just fall asleep from kind of how sedate this song is. Right. So I'm com- I'm convinced for years I'd never heard the song all the way through because i'd just end up falling asleep before i reached the end <laughs> or before I even before i even heard the song come on like just as the song started i would be just nodding off so I, I, for years, I'm almost certain I was like, have I heard the end of Sweet Baby? Like, do I know how it finishes? And I mean, obviously, it turns out I did. You know, I did know how it finished is, you know, finishes with pretty saying Sweet Baby. And then, they, like, you know, the song just finishes, <laughs> it kind of
0: finishes almost exactly the way it starts.
1: Um, but I mean, I think the thing is, is, I mean, the lyrics themselves, they aren't I, I mean, I don't want to say they're not saying anything that interesting. Uh, you know, obviously, there was meant to be a narrative that, that kind of went throughout the album about, you know, Prince finding this Egyptian princess, some of that stuff still kind of remains. And this does kind of feel like it's trying to push that narrative a little bit in that it seems like, um, you know, Prince is, is kind of talking to the character that's being played by Maite and kind of talking about her previous, um, you know, like relationship and trying to position himself as, you know, uh, you know the better person and the person who you know will help her strive to be the best as one of the lyrics says you know later on um and that's that seems to be the perspective that's in the song that you know that i can see
0: yeah it seemed to be a very strange kind of perspective when i was uh when i was really kind of going over the lyrics and listening to it because in the song he never really makes a move on her uh while it's obviously someone t- to whom he's singing is someone he's intimately uh familiar with and i don't necessarily mean sexually familiar with but like this is a person who's either a very close friend uh where he's just kind of giving her a pep talk uh after someone broke her heart it's kind of strange i was i've been i was waiting throughout the entire song for him to go to the point where he was like you want to be with me and that's where i kind of tied it into the beautiful ones whereas (laughs) that's exactly what the beautiful ones is doing It's like you don't want him you want me Yeah, this song is just like you're going to do great you don't need
1: him <laughs> yeah i mean i guess here's the thing we're assuming that it's being told from the point of view of prince's character uh, within this narrative you know that that forms um you know in the video three chains of gold uh the vhs rather than the you know the the song specifically and i mean it, it could be that this is actually you know we're just assuming but this this could be from the point of view of uh, you know the best friend of Of this, um, you know, princess, um, you know, like one of her kind of like, uh, you know, someone in her court maybe um, or, you know, just someone who's a a friend kind of giving a pep talk rather than from Prince's point of view. Like you say, something in the beautiful ones where he's, you know, he's like, baby, 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 do you want me? You know, like that's where it feels like you think it's going to go for, (laughs) but obviously it doesn't, does it? So. I mean, I guess we're assuming that it's, it's Prince, but it could just be a friend.
0: Uh, and in some ways, it could be an internal monologue, potentially. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could actually think yeah. this song.
1: You know, obviously, I, I, most of the times I was narcoleptic during this song, so I, I can't say that I've ever registered the the story that's going on. <laughs> it feels like it feels like I'm going to rag on this song a little too much because it, it's it's really not my favorite song on the album. But I mean, this, I think that the lyrics themselves aren't aren't that bad. <laughs> I think it's just the fact that the song is so kind of. You know, slow. Right. I think you nailed it with sedate. <laughs> yes. Um, and it starts out with him saying, now, don't you cry. Everyone gets their heart broke. Sweet baby, sometimes. Um, and I do kind of like the way Prince sings, so he left you for another fool. Yes, a fool for loving him from the start. Uh, ask yourself what's more important, him or the broken pieces of your heart. Sweet baby, stand tall. You know, like th- th- like you say, yeah, it is a pep talk. Um, but I, I like the way how when he says um, you left for another fool and then he goes, yes, a fool, almost as if, uh, you know, the subject of the song is going to go, oh, no, no, don't say that about him. And he's like, no, he's definitely a fool. You know, like so I kind of I kind of like that little interjection <laughs> that comes in before the other person's had a chance to say, no, no, no don't call him a fool. You know, like he, he was perfectly fine. Let's not you know, let's not start calling people names. But I just kind of like how, you know, that little interjection comes in. I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm putting a lot on the narrative he's, of this song. He's going to
0: reiterate, yeah. this person was definitely yeah. a fool.
1: But yeah, I mean, you know, and then obviously it says, you know, don't you fall. You ain't the only one getting beat down. This happens to us all. The road you choose to walk in this life. And then there's a nice little bit of Prince kind of like echo in it. Um, is the one that leads to the next. I mean, you know, a little bit of a kind of religious thing there, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the kind of the affirmation of, um, you know, sweet baby, stand tall. Um, and then he goes, stand tall. Sweet baby <laughs> It's like yeah. It's like okay We get it you, Like What else
0: do you have to say And And what's strange I think about this song Is actually the Pep talk portion Yeah Like it, near the ver- Near the end When he says Walk faster sweet baby Walk faster Strive to be the very best That you can be Yeah What does that have to do With a
1: breakup I mean <laughs> I It's I'm, just like I mean the, the bit before it. it... <laughs> The kind of start of that that, that uh, verse is walk faster, sweet baby. Don't let those bad boys catch you now. So I, right. I don't know. And then, and then, you know, those things that they will have you do. I, so I don't know what that... I, I, like, that's one of those things where, like, after 20-something years, I'm still like, what is he... What's he trying to imply there? You know, those things. It seems
0: like it's getting really dark, yeah. like, at that moment. It's like, maybe it's not just a broken heart. Maybe it was something much worse. And... Or maybe it was something, like, bad in a different way. Um, And now she needs to be a better person than she was when she was with those men.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting Um, because it says, how can you sleep knowing that you and a fool sing in the same key? Which is interesting because it's almost saying, you know, like, you fell for a fool, therefore you are also a fool. Obviously, in the earlier verse, he's been like, you know, he was a fool. Yes, a fool, you know. But this time it seems to be calling this person a fool. Um, and saying, you know, like, well, you had common interests and you were together and, you know, singing the same key, I think is an interesting way of putting that. Obviously, you know, Prince being a musician, that's kind of almost the way he he automatically thinks, Um, you know. Right. But but yeah, I mean, the the whole walk faster, stand tall. I mean, uh, these aren't really particularly deep things that he's kind of saying to this person, Um, you know. And, and, you know, he kind of finishes with the kind of, of, I wouldn't say it's a call and response, but there's kind of like pauses where it's like sweet baby hold your tears back now. better days are going to come your way soon and it's like oh yeah sweet baby somehow some way sweet baby i mean uh, again uh, like there's a like for a song that is you know four minutes it just it feels like there's about three minutes too much of it because it's just a lot of kind of pauses and and kind of i don't know i mean i feel like if this had been like a bit more tempo, like something like uh you know willing and able right i feel like that would have been a bit like kind of suited it you know like that kind of that really kind of like upbeat slightly quicker still kind of like a ballad you know still kind of in that mode but maybe just something a little bit less kind of um sleepy right yeah the um, song definitely but, uh,
0: feels longer than it actually is i was surprised by how short it was when i was listening to it going Man, I, I could have sworn that was like over four minutes long.
1: And bearing in mind on the previous album, like the last two songs were each like almost seven minutes long. And I don't feel like Insatiable or you know Live for Love are too long. I feel like they're about the right length, you know? right? Uh, but they feel like a lot shorter than this song. Yeah, uh,
0: and I think it's just because this song just a- another thing. This song, uh, you could hear the guitar in this song, but it's so muted. And I'm very much yeah. I love Prince's guitar and he doesn't do very much that's interesting with it, it it's no. very much just the song and because it's sedate because it's just kind of uh it doesn't go musically speaking it doesn't go to some very interesting places it really is like a lullaby it, um the most interesting aspects of it are are the lyrics it's kind of like that first song we did from the first album um where it was a. Uh, it was baby. As a matter of fact, I think it was what it was called. Where they're talking about,
1: yeah, baby, you know, yeah.
0: It, it reminds me a lot of that, in where musically it just doesn't do a whole lot, but the lyrics are actually uh, more interesting. Uh, but these lyrics, I think, are less interesting than babies. Oh, oh, but yeah. The music, the lyrics are definitely more interesting, I think, than the music. Yeah,
1: I mean, like we talked about on baby, like that felt like there was a kind of twist to it, and it kind of went in a slightly different direction to what you expected. I mean this kind of does that too in that you're expecting there to be a verse where he's like you know come with me sweet baby let's let's you know get together in this bed or something but and that obviously that moment never comes and I think maybe right. maybe that's what kind of lets this song down is uh, there's a, a like the perspective isn't very clear and there's also like a a level of expectation that you 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 expect from a ballad from prince and you're thinking you, I mean, you know, other songs that have "baby" in the title, you know, "Do Me, Baby." You're expecting something like that, um, right. and in the end, it never, it never comes, right. and so you're just like, "Oh, so what was this? Just like a, a pep talk for for someone from a friend, and, and that's it." I mean, like, <laughs> it's, I, it's, it just feels really weird to me because it's just you, you get to the end and you're like, "Okay, so." And it just finishes, like you say, the, like musically, there's not even really any... Like, if, if there had been like a middle eight where there was like a bit of a guitar sound or something...
0: Right. Or even a key change.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's it, yeah, it's literally... Whatever key it's in, it's in that from start to finish. Like, literally the <laughs> first and last chord are the exact same chord. You could play it on an endless loop back on itself. Like, a, you know, like a snake eating its own tail. And it would just... And you would never know when it stopped or started. I mean, it feels like I'm attacking the song a little too much. But, I mean... I think, I think it's one of those times where you're like, you know, Prince, this album is, is fairly long as well. You know, Symbol is, is not a short album. Um, and, it, and it feels like, you know, when Prince does an album that is this long, obviously we'll get to some albums that are a lot longer when we go through the, the rest of the 90s. Oh, yeah. But you feel to yourself like, this is the end of the first side, you know, the way Prince has, has kind of programmed this. Um, you know, I Want to Melt With You was like a basically like a last minute edition um, you know that the prince kind of he he got rid of a few segues that were on the album just to fit "I Want to Melt with You" into there. Wow! And once you've listened to that, you're you're like, well, so then you listen to this song and you're like, well, why why didn't he just replace "Sweet Baby" with "I Want to Melt with You"? Like, why did he he decide to kind of keep you know this and "I Want to Melt with You"? Like, I feel like "I Want to Melt with You" would have been a like a stronger finish to the first side. Mm-hmm. It would, it, you know, because at least it's got some kind of like movement going on and it feels kind of. Like something is happening, right? Um, Whereas this song just kind of feels feels so sedate and kind of quiet that you're like, I mean, I mean, I and the thing is as well, I love when Prince goes for kind of like the light, breathy falsetto. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of my favorite things about Prince is that he can really pull that off. But I just don't feel that like it's helping this song because it's just it it ends up making it so kind of light that you're just like it it just feels like it's kind of gonna float away. (laughs) <laughs> once you, once you, once you finish the out, you know this the first side. You're gonna be like, oh, and there goes sweet baby off into the, off into the clouds, and I'm never gonna get it back. Maybe he just like the juxtaposition of a lullaby and a pep talk. It... Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, I like it's an interesting idea. Like we said about baby, you know, baby is an interesting idea because you think it's one thing, and then, you know, in the last couple of lines, you find out it's something different. And I think this is kind of the same way. You know, you get to the end. You know, the last line that's kind of said is, "Better days are gonna come your way." Uh, and i think prince kind of almost like whispers that doesn't he yeah before he sings sweet baby one more time and and then we get the final chord so that's like an interesting way to finish the song but you're like i do, i like i don't feel like it's you know it's it's really telling me anything um or even if you consider the overall narrative of the album that was meant to be there you know like which obviously in this first side it's still kind of you still got the remnants of it with like um love to the nines and and the max and blue Light. like it still feels like there's a an, an overall narrative kind of being pushed forward a little bit, but this kind of like stops it dead. Cause you're like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's meant to be happening. And even the video is no help. Cause it's literally just my walking around and you're like, <laughs> this is pleasant enough, but like, there's a few little interactions with her and Prince, but you're like, it's not like this. The video isn't expanding on what the song is trying to say. Um, You know, like if I, if they'd have had like, um, you know, at this particular point, he had the MPG horns, you know there were a couple of ladies playing in that if he'd had one of those ladies in the video like kind of talking to Maite and making it clear that this is the advice of a friend then maybe you'd be like oh well that that kind of adds to what i thought the narrative was but instead it's just Maite wandering around some bazaar in egypt right and you know that's that, it, that that's not telling me anything that i didn't already know <laughs> um you know obviously by the time you get to 7 the whole kind of like egypt thing is is pretty obvious with like people with swords on their heads and belly dancing and stuff like i don't feel i don't feel like prince is kind of hiding that stuff but at the same time you're like i don't know what this song is trying to tell me and i think that's probably the thing that kind of lets it down like i said there's a couple of interesting turns of phrase and you know there is an idea here but it's it's so kind of like you know sleepy that by the time you get to the end of the song you're just like okay i you know i don't know what you were trying for there prince but you know i guess i've listened to it now <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good way to, i guess i've listened to that now
1: <laughs> that 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 was a song you know okay i guess four minutes ago i was looking forward to listening to the song and now i've listened to it so <laughs> prince played it a little bit on the 1993 tour that kind of accompanied you know after symbol was released um and then he kind of dropped it and he he played it a few times in like 2002 and then he didn't play it again and i can kind of understand why because i don't like there are some other songs that Prince kind of just played in 93 and then like dropped. Right. And it's a, with some of those other ones, you're like, oh, it's a pity because I think that would have been a really fun, you know, like crowd pleaser. Right. With this, I could just see people being like, oh, sweet baby's starting up. I'll, yeah. I'll go get some beer or I'll pop to yeah. the toilet or something. <laughs> like, it just feels like it's a, it feels like it's a break if it was played live, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's. I, do, I can't see the crowd at the end being like, "Oh, better days are gonna come," you know, like singing along. <laughs> I imagine Prince fans would have sing, sung along because that's the, you know, that's the kind of people they were. I, I, do, I can't see this being like a, a, like a big moment at a concert. So I can kind of understand why Prince was like, you know, after '93, he's like, "Yeah, I think I've, I've played that enough." Yeah, and I wasn't able to find any covers or anything like that. She'd kind of go without saying. I don't know who would cover this song.
0: <laughs> though I don't like i don't know what you could do to find the the one big band out there that's really just into sweet baby
1: (laughs) oh yeah i guess i think the thing is i guess you could you could arrange it and kind of speed it up a little bit you know give it a bit more tempo and you could probably make something a bit more interesting out of it but i think just as prince has done it which is like just you know like keyboards guitar bass drums like it's so kind of he hasn't like even if he had like um you know like the occasional, like he, he had the MPG horns, he could have had them play something on here and it might have spiced it up just a little bit. Uh, but as it is, the production feels so kind of small and kind of quiet uh, that it doesn't yeah. really kind of get anything kind of across. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of, I mean, this is, it's rare this far into this podcast that I, I go this low, but I would, for me, I can only say two out of five.
0: That's exactly what I would give. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. It's just two out of five.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like I say, it's pleasant enough, but um, you know, there was a, there was a, like a decade where I wasn't even sure that I would heard the whole song, so th- that's never really a good sign, um, you know. And and nah. and the thing is, like I, you know, when it comes to you know, like uh, you know, the end of a end of side A, uh, Prince, you know, he's he's usually been quite careful in and making sure that you know the the song that finishes off side A is usually kind of like something that will kind of grab your attention. Um, you know, he got rid of Horny Pony right. and replaced it with Get Off. You know, that's that's and like at literally the last minute, like about a, you know two months before the the album was going to press. You know, so that's how much he felt about you know the end of Side A with Diamonds and Pearls that he he was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get rid of this one song and put a diff, this this brand new song in there because I feel like I've got to finish strong. And um, you know, here it just finishes. If right. it, it just like the side just kind of finishes, and you're like. Well, I guess I've got to listen to the Continental now, <laughs> like, to perk myself up again. And, and and I feel like this just feels like a really weak kind of. And I and I got to be honest with you, it's been you know it's been a while since I've I thought, oh, this is like a weak either you know finish the album or finish to a side. You know, I don't think Prince has ever really had like a bad final song. You know, and there's been a couple of times where the end of side A has been a little bit kind of hit and miss. But this is like the first time in a while where I've just been like you know prince probably could have just left this off and it would have been a better it would have been a stronger yeah. finish i feel to side a with i want to melt with you
0: yeah i think it probably would have been better as a b-side honestly
1: it, that it does feel like that doesn't it it feels like it feels like one of those b-sides where you know prince has recorded too many songs and he's like oh what's the next single morning papers stick sweet baby on the b-side that'll do <laughs> it, it just doesn't feel you know Anyway, I feel like we, we've we kind of ragged on this song as much as we possibly can, you know. So, uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Stan? Sure. Um, I, you know, I my main podcast right now is
0: uh, the D&D Real Play podcast, They See Me Rolling, that I DM with my friends uh, Hayden uh, Ford, um, Jody Doyle, and uh, Ivan Clark. And we just, uh, just have a great time playing D&D, and it's very silly. Uh so, if, if you're into goofs and dragons,
1: check us out. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email us at Prince Trap by Track at gmail.com. Thanks for being my guest, Kids Dan. Thank you. And otherwise, goodbye. Goodbye.